Welcome to episode 343 of I Am Talk, your weekly fix in all things Iron Man. Alright guys, welcome along to episode 343 of I Am Talk with Coach John Newsom and Bevan James Oz. How you going, mate? Good evening, Bevan. Good evening, listeners. Oh, that sounds like old school radio. Yeah, we're going to... Welcome along to National Service tonight. <laughs> yes, and uh, back in the studios. Back in the studios. It was actually... The last time we did a show was the 23rd of December, wasn't it? Was it? Wasn't it? I can't remember. And we ended up doing like six shows. Yeah, something crazy. But at the end of it, we were just tired. <laughs> it's kind of going to be the same tonight, really, isn't it? It is. Doubling up. Because I've just come and taught a class, and I feel a bit sorry for you because I'm a bit stinky. Well, you're far enough away. Yeah, until we, until we do, until we've got to do some interviews shortly, so that uh, <laughs> could be dodgy. Uh, I'm talking proudly brought to you by coffeesofhawaii.com. Tell you, I definitely could do with coffees of Hawaii right now. Yeah. I've done about four and a half hours of exercise today. Nice. Pretty all intense stuff, so I might be fading by the end. Nice. Uh, have you suffered some extreme endurance as well? Well, if I'd done that, I wouldn't be feeling so tired, John. Mm-hmm. And athlinks.com you could have logged your day's work on athlinks I should have it's a hard working man that one is anyone else that's it coffees away athlinks stream endurance SLS yep SLS you didn't say them okay SLS try <laughs> got some big news about SLS <laughs> we're off to a great I start it's the end of the day we normally do it in the morning we're at our best at you know 6.30 in the morning 7.30 at night we're both fading we just both started fading. it's normally your bedtime about now isn't it it is what time do you go to bed 9.30? I think we'll be working until past your bedtime tonight. I think we'll be working well past my bedtime. <laughs> <laughs> okay, anyway, in this week's show, we've got happening. Let's let's look on the bright side, John. That's what I like to do. Mm-hmm. Always look on the bright side of life. life. <laughs> anyway, um, we've got some news. Well, not got back all news. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But we've got a sponsor pretty quickly. Yes. Um, we've got um, Hot Topic of the Week. No, we don't. Yes, we do. No, we don't. Yes, we do. Well, do we or don't yeah, we? We do. We do. Next week, we don't. Okay, next week we don't. Uh, we've got an age grouper of the week, and I've got the other part of the email in there. Good. In my work. Good. We've got a high five, Good. and we've also got, and John, next week you've got a, um, um, the recipe. The recipe's fantastic. It's well, already John, on the website. John, we've got an issue. Because some people sent me emails saying the recipe was a bit of a waste of space, and I didn't have the heart to send it through to you. <laughs> so, so I'm thinking maybe we have to abort the recipe. Well, we'll just mention it and people can go to the website. Okay, yeah, totally. You could say this is the month, this week's recipe, but the way of reading it out on the show, it's not good podcasting. Oh, okay. Someone even wrote us an email saying, I stopped my bike ride, fast forwarded, and it got past it. So You're so full of lies. No, I can show you the email if you, you want me to. You forward me those emails and whoever wrote them, look out. Look out, You're mate. not coming look to out. my bloody dinner parties. That's right. I've never come to your dinner parties. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, what's happening in the news, Jombo? And we've got an interview with Joe Lorne um, coming up. Was oh, it this week? Yes, this week. And next week, Macca. Next week is Macca. Okay, great. Um, so, yes, a big, big, a big, big news at the weekend was we had the Port of Tauranga Half Ironman. So really, that is the big news of triathlon world, is it? It is. Is there what? no other news in the triathlon world? Wow, well, it's Christmas New Year. The Northern Hemisphere's been shut down. There's no kind of gossip. Oh, there is a piece of gossip. Yes, it's coming back. <laughs> it's coming back. But anyway, the Port of Tauranga Half Ironman, which is New Zealand's, um, well, it's probably not going to be the premier Half Ironman now that um, we've got the Auckland race, but it's certainly the one with the, the most uh, tradition and, and regarded up until this year as, as a premier Half Ironman. Did it still it? get a good field? 
a good, a good top top three certainly. It was similar like to normal. Typical to normal, or yeah, yeah. No, I would have thought so. Yep. Okay. Very good. What I mean, crikey, Dak. You had crikey, Dak. You had Graham O'Grady, <laughs> Terenzo Bozzoni, and Cameron Brown top three. Oh, Brady would be pretty happy with beating Bozzoni. He would, and and the fashion that he beat him as well. So um, Terenzo didn't have such a great swim by his standards. He was nearly a minute down on Graham O'Grady, um, and then lost a further sort of thirty or forty seconds in the in the bike, and then he actually caught up to Graham O'Grady apparently on the run um, and then Graham O'Grady pulled away from him again so that's um, impressive Graham O'Grady fantastic athlete races a bit in North America and uh, is he a fantastic talented. athlete? yeah he is pretty talented he's, uh, what's, what's the history? Uh, short course guy probably did pretty well as a junior and then okay as an under 23 and just realised he wasn't going to make it wasn't um, you know wasn't a lightning fast runner and he's very strong on the bike so um, yeah and I'd say look out for him again on the seventy point three circuit he did some good things last year don't know what he'd be like over iron distance but over half pretty solid and Terenzo well, obviously solid. you've been bots only because he's he's one of the top seventy point three guys in the world right now isn't yeah, he yeah and then Brownie was in, in third distant third you know he was, he was um, nearly nearly five minutes back in third so doesn't look like he really smoked the run he only ran. One sixteen, so he was a minute to minute and a half slower than Terenzo, and um, but he was comfortably in third. Pretty bad swim for Brownie. Yeah, nearly you know, losing two and a half minutes over two two k to those guys. So I think that's that's the issue he's going to face in Taupo when that rolls around. You know, Bevan and um, well, Bevan might not come out with Terenzo. He, no, he probably will. Um, Is but Bevan not a good swimmer. Bevan's a, re- a very good swimmer, but Terenzo's normally a very very good swimmer. So oh, so there's very and very very good. Yeah, yes, who's so very 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 good. Um, then you've got that, you know, um, pots and people like oh, that. Okay. So if those guys can get away and, and ride together, then Brownie's going to have to do a lot more work by himself. So yeah, interesting racing. Well, Close John, racing. And let's, the let's girl, not the, finish the year. No, let's go to the girls. No, Rob Creasy, number five. Solid effort, Rob. Ran a one eighteen. Rob nice. Creasy. Got, yeah, very solid. Very solid, John. Yeah, yeah. No, Rob's um, Rob's doing. Tony Hagen. Doing the business. We did Tony O'Hagan. 13th. 13th. Good on you, Tony. Yeah. It's Former champion. Former champion. Yes. Making the comeback trail. Yeah. What about the chicks, John? Girls race. Gina Crawford crushed it. What happened? Uh, so she, she came out of the swim just in front of Joe Lorne or with Joe Lorne, crushed her on the bike, and then uh, carried on on the run. So what she do you was... think Gina can do in Kona? Because if you look at the top echelon right now, Mm. Since she's had a baby, she hasn't quite reached that form, but she's had a big baby recently. Yeah, and her Kona effort this year was pretty fantastic. Yeah, I think she could probably get up to like a fourth, something like that, maybe. But I can't see her ever. Why not winning it? Ah, oh, she's just. Do you hate this? Because then you go see her this weekend, and she goes, "John, did you say that?" <laughs> yeah, um, I'd say mainly, primarily because she's not strong enough on the bike. She's she's got a good enough run to run about the same as all those girls. I think you know, not the the sub three girls, but she's she's a three hour girl. Yep. Um, she's a good enough swimmer. You know, she always comes out with those main girls in the swim, but probably doesn't quite have it on the bike. So how old's Gina? Um, I'd be picking early thirties. Okay. Yeah, so certainly not over, but um, I think she, you need to see some big gains on the bike. Who's Candace Hammond? Don't know a lot about her, but she finished in second place in yeah. 4.18, three minutes behind Gina, and then Joe was another three minutes back from there. Hilary Wicks, though, who was in fourth, she won her age I'm pretty sure she won her age group in Kona. Oh, John, is that our age group of the week? No. Oh, okay. But no, I'm pretty sure Hilary Wicks won her age group in Kona. John, so. there's another race you haven't talked about in the, in the news here. 
uh, well, I've actually added it further, just further down. You won't be having that in front of you. You, you like I'm using pages for the... Um, oh, do you like pages? Um, well, I started using it today because Word was crashing so many times. I said, right, we're shifting to pages. Yeah, it takes a little bit of getting used to, but you're, you're, it's not too bad. Where's my result? Uh, I haven't put it in yet, but I, I just... I, I, I literally just put it in now. Okay, That's wait, what I was I'll, typing I'll, before. Uh, but I haven't... Um, so Bevan had the big uh, Queenstown, Lake Hayes International Triathlon. International. There was... Mm. Um, um, it would have been international. The Brownlee Brothers were there. Yeah. Um, yeah. Potts made a comeback to... I, th- I, th- I thought you were going to get Macca. Yeah, well, I was, it was come to a sprint. Yeah. He pushed me. Yeah. I didn't want to make it public. Yeah. But sometimes Macca sharpen up. Yeah. <laughs> I know I'm a threat to you. <laughs> John, I'm not a triathlete anymore. I've decided. <laughs> Training does matter. <laughs> I haven't ridden a bike for four and a half years. That's what you forget. Well, you still ride up the hill a couple of times. I know, yeah, it's, I know it's totally different. Oh, it's totally different, John. Mm. It's totally different. Like, my swim was average, to say the least, but I didn't feel bad. That was the disappointing thing. Mm. Like, I thought, well, I'll try to stay on the top guys. It was 750 swim, so I thought to myself, I'll try to stay on the top guys' feet as long as I could. And I started off really strong, and I was like, sweet, I'll be able to sit with these guys for most of this swim, and I'll probably lose them. And then suddenly I just lost them. Mm. And so then I sat up, and I tried to find someone else's feet, and I found someone. And then I lost them, and I just kept on falling. And so I kind of would swim maybe 200, 300 metres, and then have to look for another set of feet. And that pretty much happened to me the whole swim. Got out of the water, didn't feel like I had a bad swim. I was in like 30th spot. I was like, yeah. Terrible. They didn't have the splits because we didn't have like um, you know the the um, timers. So so pretty bad swim. Got on the bike, mm-hmm. passing people like I'm a legend. But yeah. you've got to remember the people I'm passing aren't <laughs> that good. Yeah. So no then, disrespect to anybody that passed. Yeah, but they you know like I'm, yeah. I'm playing a different field. Yeah. And um and at this stage I was probably thirtieth, probably in over thirties. Um, took off on the bike and uh, this took over everyone. And then this bird passed me. And she was pretty strong, and I was, and admittedly I wasn't going max effort. I was kind of sitting around probably eighty mm. out of a hundred, you know, because I kind of figured I was trying to save myself for my run. Mm. But she kind of passed me, and and I couldn't stay <laughs> with her. <laughs> and then worst of all, oh, the mountain snail beat me out of the water. <laughs> so I got in the transition. The mountain snail. I was like, What's all that about? And then. Up in the distance, there was this girl wearing, I think it was a Power Cookies t-shirt. Yeah. And I could just see her in the, I didn't, just see her in the distance. And then after the race, it turned out it was the Mountain Snail's wife. And I couldn't <laughs> catch her on the bike. So I'm not having a good day, John. Get off the bike, I think probably 18th, 20th. Yeah. But I had a good run. Had a good run. Had a good Brought run. Home bacon. Got, got seventh overall. They did have a couple of teams in front of me. I think I was ninth. Uh, yeah. But seventh in the individuals. He passed the Mountain Snail. Yeah. Because his wife beat me to the bike. Yeah. Oh, he was he doing a team. Yeah, because then I was running the run. I was like, what the mountain snail doing in front of me? <laughs> so he swam, then she biked, and then he ran. And, and I'm running along, and I'm like, OMG. OMG. Tell you what, John, most people are pretty terrible at up and downhill running. Oh, yeah. That's what made me understand, because I knew I could hold 5K, hold a high intensity. You know, like I pretty much beat myself mm. up 5Ks. That's what I figured. Swim, well, swim was terrible, but <laughs> bike, I figured, don't go too nut bar, save yourself for the run. Pushed a good intensity, but I didn't kill myself. But then the run, I figured, you know what, I can beat myself up for the run. Mm-hmm. But it was amazing, because it's a very, have you ran around like Hayes? I have not. It's a beautiful trek. Oh, yeah. It's about 10Ks, and it's a beautiful trek, and it's very undulating, some real steep little up and downs. Mm. Not too long, but, you know, good little runs. And, you know, I've got really good uphill, downhill running technique, and I really know how to use it to my advantage. And the amount of people who just blow past, because they're just leaning back, you know, mm. heels forward, stopping as they're running downhill. And these were people who, you know, were triathletes. You kind mm. of think, 
if you're out there right now and you don't know your running hill technique, get out mm. and do some work. Mm. It was for, like, like, you know, I ran a good run. I ran an okay run. But definitely some people's technique was pretty shocking. Obviously in an Ironman you've got to moderate that, you know, keep an, an even effort. But in a, in a sprint distance, you know, it's not too much holding back. Yeah, but even in an Ironman, your downhill technique, you want to use that to your advantage. You do. But on the uphill, you probably don't, you don't want to be Yeah, you don't want to well, it's not about getting the heart rate up, is it? Mm. But it was enjoyable. Like, I haven't done a race since I did April Tasman about two years ago. So mm. um, I really back, enjoyed it. Back in the game. Well, I don't know if I call it back in the game. But it was, it was good to it was good to get out there. And, uh, yeah, and it was just good to catch up a few of the crew. And we had some some, um, more. some, uh, some reporters there that were saying your behavior was uh, inappropriate, um, wanting to go and piss on people's feet during the briefing and stuff. Yeah, because I was busting and my wetsuit was on. And the person, the, the person I think that, she did as well. That said person said, you know, I was just trying to focus on my race and Bevan's just bloody yapping away and I can't concentrate. So Bevan doesn't come near me at the start of races because he knows <laughs> I just won't talk to him. I, I turned up, I, I didn't have a bike, but luckily I, I had arranged a bike, but then my shoes didn't fit, so I'm trying to get shoes. Managed to get shoes about five minutes for the race. Didn't have any oil. Mm. More and oh, someone else to give me some oil. Team, they came through for me, John. They did. Yep. There you go. I think I was creating stress for everyone else. It's very. But if, if you are in that part of the world at, when they've got their races on, it's a cool race. So make yep. sure you check it out. They have one there in Easter as well. Pretty fresh. Mm, nice. Um, do you have free entry? Did you? Did you have yeah, to get that plug <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> can't deny it. <laughs> um, <laughs> the only reason I did it, he emailed me. He goes, "Don't do the race." I was like, "Yeah." Although I think he probably thought I would have been more competitive. Yeah. Because it was about like I was seventh, but I was pretty much four minutes, five minutes behind the guys who were yeah. the top five. And uh, yeah, I think he thought I might be a bit more of a guru. <laughs> that was years ago, John. <laughs> it would have been interesting to see what I would have been like in my peak at that race. I still wouldn't have beaten the top guys because they were the fastest. There was just two that were in the front. Those two front two are reasonable. Pretty good, yeah. Um, but you would have been third, fourth, somewhere, somewhere that ballpark. Mm. I would have backed you. Thanks, uh, mate. Um, there's somebody else who might be coming, uh, might, you might be able to race up against sometime soon, and that's Lance Armstrong. Well, tell me about it, John. Yes. This week at Lance, it just doesn't want to go away, does it? It doesn't. I, th- I, th- I thought we were going to pad for news, but you've just talked for about 15 minutes about your <laughs> bloody race. We'll be fine. Uh, so if, if you haven't heard, we've had about uh, 10 million people email us telling us that Lance is going to miss 10 drinks. million, John? Yep, 10 million. That's right. It's about the same amount who complain about your recipe. Exactly. <laughs> so Lance is going apparently going to admit everything, and uh, I'll believe it when I well, see Well, John... Kenny. Well, that's, that's what everybody's asking. That's, that's all the gossip. Because someone said to me, I don't know how much truth there is this, but he lied under oath. Mm. And yeah, I've seen that video clip. Yeah, yeah, I've seen the clip as well. It was in that documentary the Australian mm. News did. And so if he lied under oath and then comes out, and like, does he have a, can he lie? Can he come out now? He'll have everything sorted. Yeah, you know what it's like. <laughs> but, but Let's be honest, the guy knows how to scheme. Yeah. If he's going to come out and do it, What's your thoughts, John? He'll come out and. Uh, What's your thoughts? I would love it if he comes out and does a Tyler Hamilton and no holds barred and just everything comes out because then he could go down as the biggest cheat and he could almost come out as a savior of cycling. They just need to have this gigantic clean out and he's the type of person that could do it. So I would have a lot more respect of. Okay, so I'm going to make some wild assumptions here based mm. on no facts at all. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Great. It just makes it clear the ear straight away. <laughs> Based on my perception of Lance Armstrong, the guy's got a pretty big ego, mm. and he loves the limelight. Like, it, even now, you know, when he put that photo out, mm. which you know, you just look. I'm pretty sure everyone who looked at it thought you're just a, you're just a cock. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like you're just an idiot. I don't think you get an honest account. 
I think you might get right. the facts. Mm-hmm. You might get. He might say this is what we did, mm-hmm. but I don't necessarily. I think he'll play the sob story. And he won't. Yeah. You know what I mean? I, you know, like I don't think he's going to come out and he's going to say, "Well, you know, these, this is what happened." But you know, these are the sport. You know, I don't think he will stand up and say, "Here's my character." Here's where I was weak in character. Here's why I did these choices. I could be wrong, but based on how much, how much it, it seems to all just be about his his ego. It'll be it'll be enough in it to win. You know? Yeah. Um, so then the next question becomes: Do we want him in our sport? He would still draw people, wouldn't he? Yeah, of course he would. Um, oh, I don't know, Bevan. I read I read the New York Times and then I read another article piece on him. And then uh, they brought up a good point. They said, you know what, they were cheated and it was the time of the sport and all the rest of it. But the way he bullied people, the mm. way he manipulated people, the way he, tre- you know, just the general way he treated people was kind of despicable really, wasn't it? And mm. um, and he destroyed people's lives because they were a threat to him. And the, you were torn because in one way you go, well, do we really want that, that character in our sport? But then in the other way, you go, even with the drugs, he was in a, you know, like, mm. you'd, as, as a pure sp- fan of sport, you, it would be interesting to watch him do an Ironman. It would. It <laughs> would. Would he be cheating? He'd just turn back the clocks and just purge all the gains that he got from drug taking out of a system and have the old Lance. But would he have been that good? Sorry? He would have been amazing. You think? Oh, yeah. I, I mean, he did drugs. Well, I know, but before he did drugs, when he was just a kid doing triathlon, he was on par with... Um, you know the Molina and Pig and all those guys and up with those guys and that's when he was like 15 or 16 he would have been sensational but he would have been he would have been better with all those years of cycling under his belt I don't know John I don't really he should have never done cycling because if he did Ironman there's no drugs in our sport because they're too poor exactly so. no but there's no drugs whatsoever in triathlon and let's just keep believing that well let's, let's make this, week, this week's discussion there What's your this week's discussion? Mm. Yeah, it's pretty weak, so I'm happy for you to overrule it. <laughs> okay, as Lance. Oh, although you guys, are you guys over the Lance? We're, thing? No, we're over the Lance. So. Okay, well, we'll go to the great discussion. Um, Any other news? Other news? Uh, it's not that big news, but it's Olympic New Zealand focused. Uh, New Zealand focused Olympic gold medalist in the single scales rowing, Mahi Drysdale. Looks like he's going to do Ironman. He's Apparently, a he's doing big unit. Coast. Yeah, he'll crush the bike and he'll fall to pieces on the run. Is that your prediction? Yeah. What about swim? I don't forgotten. Uh, you know, swimming, swimming depends. He might be a swimmer, ex-swimmer as a kid. He'll probably be okay, but he'll crash the bike. He was so fit. But I because Marty Drysdale, who you, if you don't know about him, he's he's won the Olympic gold. He's been the world champion in single scale, isn't it? Yes. Yep. Uh, Five, six times. The rowing guy. The guy's a bit of a legend. Um, but he got hit by a car, didn't he? Mm. And he did a really bad shoulder injury. So he and part back, of his back. training was it back? Is it? Um, a lot of his training is based on the cycle. So he does a lot of cross training. And since he had the accident, he does. L- you know, like 50-50 cross-training. Mm. Um, so he'd be a bit of a girl on the bike, wouldn't he? Yeah, but yeah, be really interested to see how he runs. He's a big unit. Yeah, well, there's years ago, I used, to, I used to coach, well, I used to personal train a guy who was a New Zealand rower, a guy called Ian Smallman, and he was a big unit, and, and God, they were, he was an awesome. Like, as a PT, uh, you, get, you get your client who's got no friends who just wants to talk to you. Mm. A little bit of hard work, those ones. <laughs> <laughs> then you've got your clients, your general client, and you, they're probably 5-10% to 10% of your clients, and then you've got, um, you know, the rest of your clients are pretty cool. But then you get the 10, 15% of people who just want to destroy themselves. Mm. And uh, Ian Smallman was like this, and he was like 6'6", six, six, built like you know, built like an animal, and just you just chuck him the most craziest workouts and you destroy mm. it. Well, he gave up rowing. He represented New Zealand, so he was pretty sharp. 
rep, um, gave up rowing and he just started doing some cycle racing. And I, and I remember he saw him at cycle race and I thought, there's no way this guy's going to be good because he's just this giant of a man. But the, the cardio fitness those guys have and the strength oh, yeah. they have. And I was in this race. I think I did some twizel twizel race and uh, and like five k's to go. And there was only about five of us left in the race and he was still there. And I was like, yeah, this guy's still here. But So Drysdale, I imagine, will probably be all right on the bike. He'll be very good on the bike. Uh, the only other piece of news that I've got is my blender's arrived. Oh, did it? Yeah. <laughs> I was telling you about your blender. Yeah. <laughs> this is the news. This <laughs> is the news. <laughs> my blender rocks. We're having green smoothies at our place and it's yeah, well, What makes it green? Uh, raw spinach. Raw spinach? Oh, yeah, baby. Yeah, baby. What else do you put in nutrients it? in there. You put a bit of ginger? But a pear. I haven't tried ginger yet, but a pear maybe, banana. Pear, banana and spinach. Oh, mate, it's awesome. Thomas just cranks it. This is I showed you my blender. Sorry? <laughs> what kind of blender I just, is it? I just spit on your blender. <laughs> is it one of those ones that you got at the, the boost place? The what? The boost, you know, the... the... Oh, it's just, it just kicks ass, Bevan. Really? It's, it's a brand name, kickassblenders.com. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe we should start that business. <laughs> Green smoothies, it's a way of the future, people. I'm a little... I'm How are you feeling? Got, I'm on fire. You looked yeah. on fire. Yep, I am. I was almost going to get the... Came in uniform tonight. Yeah, I saw that. that got the, my O2 Creations I Am Talk Kona, uh, top, Kona on. top on. Yep. Okay, then well, that's a great piece of news. John got a blender. Yeah. What about a sponsor, John? SLS Tribe. We're starting off 2013 pretty strong, aren't we? Well, we are. If you want to bloody get on the SLS gig here. Okay, um, I'm going to glass of water, you talk. Okay. They have announced that they're going to have uh, a special SLS Tri uniform. And if you want to be part of the SLS Tri team, uh, you can put in an application. And as part of the team, you get a race outfit, compression socks, and race sleeves, a performance visor, race belt. You've got to pay a small amount of 99 bucks to join up to the team, but then you get hundreds of dollars worth of gear there. And you look funky and you're part of a cool team. And uh, the uniform is looking. Very nice. So go to SLS Try and check it out or just pop um, Sebastian email, just go through there and, uh, and flick them a note and look stylish this summer and be part of a cool team. Wait a second, so you're part of a team. Mm. How does it work? You basically just get some kit. Is it pretty reasonably priced? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You pay 99 bucks. And 99 bucks for an outfit? No, you pay 99 bucks and you basically get a race outfit, which is probably, I don't know, 150. Um, compression socks, probably another 60, 70. Race sleeves, probably another 70, something like that. Visor, race belt, and I'm sure they'll look after you on all the other stuff For as 99 well. bucks? Yeah. Oh, so get on the team. It's looking good and you'll look stylish. It's cool. I, I haven't flicked it through to you, but it's a cool looking race outfit. You didn't flick me through the flip people. Well, I was just protecting you. Oh, I, I was trying I, to be a nice mate. I've got thick skin. Okay. I haven't really, but <laughs> I get quite upset when people say, I'll get back on an email, don't think about it, type it and send it back, bastards. Um, so if you want to check that out, go to slstry.com and uh, pop Sebastian an email there and get be a part of the team SLS Try. And you, let's be honest, John, just to say you're a part of a oh, team makes yeah. you sound pretty cool. Yeah. It's like Matt Malloy and it, what's that team's free speed? Mm, mm. Those guys, they look really cool. and they're part of, Those guys are kind of elite and, you know, top age groupers and stuff. But if you were to say to your mates, oh, yeah, I'm part of Team SLS, try. Yeah. They go, really? Exactly. Yeah, we, you know, we, they cut us out. Exactly. Don't tell them you're paying for it. Yeah. <laughs> but still, uh, get on it, team. Get, get on, on it. it. Team SLS Try 2013. Okay, John, what do you want to do about Top Hop Topic? Well, we've got a few comments on there from uh, last time. So what I posted up last... Uh, I thought we could do a music one. 
what let's do, let's discuss the one that's okay, live sorry. and then you can come up with um with the other one so we, we've got our kona names we're going to put on the swim caps the swim caps is i've, I've got i've sourced the product and while i'm on He's it pointing his finger at me while i'm at it swimwear is uh is getting sorted so we're going to have i am talk swimwear coming your way soon oh really and it's looking cool two designs there's a black design yep. and a light blue design light blue. I'm gonna speedos light blue. jammers and then there'll be girls i've been wearing well. those before this race you would you would been on it yeah uh so we had a topic that uh, was pre-Christmas and it was basically the Kona names to go on our swim caps and a few suggestions. So the plan was as as uh, the sub nines or sub and oh, like sub okay, nine great. sub ten I put down some K- good names came up. Hey, Kona killer. The, the ten and eleven hour mark was uh, the elite animal. The Palani predator for a sub eleven for guys, sub twelve for girls. The Kuakini crusher for sub. 12 and 13 the harvey hummer a few people suggested that hummer it's got a different um, meaning in the states which we we know what it is obviously i didn't actually know what it was john did you not no you the that one? and yeah. my, my my mind has been corrupted mm. that's all i'm gonna say so we may change the harvey hummer um and then the kailua cruiser so a few people had uh a few other ideas stuart barrington just said love it sign me up so what is he? What are the other idea? Where, where is this? Uh, Daniel Cusack loves the Kailua cru- Cruiser. There's, there's some, some, some good people. suggestions actually. Mm-hmm. How people. about Kailua Kiakaha? Yeah, I want I want it to be an, an object, you know. So it's a, okay. So it's got a, a kangaroo. There you go. A, a, a yeah, it's Australian. Kangaroo. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, so wait, are we are we just going with the ones you've come up with? Well, nobody's actually come up with any uh, the Kona Kryptonite. Glenn Newbold is saying the Kona Kryptonite. That's pretty good. Yeah, Kona Killer. Kona Killer. Kona Killer. So I think the only one we're going to have to change there is the Harvey Hummer, something beginning with H. Well, why does it have to be H? Well, we've got to have it rhyming, you know. Harvey, Carvey. Harvey, Carvey. <laughs> I'm tired. That's weak. Uh, Harvey Hitchhog. No. So this is. 13 to 14. Oh, it's a 13 hour for a guy, sub 13 for a guy, sub 14 for a girl. A Harvey Hummingbird. No, too uh, long. No. We'll come up with something what, good. Why don't we just go off Hummer knowing what it is? Yeah. That's we what know what it is. We've been is it's a Hummer vehicle. vehicle. Yeah. You corrupt people. Ben, exactly. Ben Greenfield. Yeah. Yeah, we're, we're going we're with doing that. It. We're, yeah. sticking, we're sticking with our guns. We know what it means. It means you're a Hummer. It means you smash through things, John. Exactly. Arnold Schwarzenegger had a hammer. Smash through the Wesley Snipes had a yeah. hammer. Yeah. Yeah. There we go. That was a discussion of the week. <laughs> oh, really? Okay, what about this week? Uh, well, kind of, um, you had a few few ideas there. I was. Okay, well, what are you thinking? Well, uh, I, I had outside yeah. of training, what are you go- going to do in 2013 to get faster? Everybody goes, I'm going to train more, I'm going to do this, that, and the other more in my training. I'm going to crush it. I'm going to do threshold sets. I'm going to do FDP tests, tests left, right, and center. I'm going to do more training. But outside of training, what are you going to do to get faster? Well, I've just been getting into listening to music a lot more when I'm training. I've, I've learned, well, I kind of knew it for years. I love audiobooks, I love podcasts, and I love music. Those are my three. I've always got my ears on. And uh, so I have this kind of these rules around content in my life. And the first rule is when I'm transporting, and when I'm making food, I listen to audiobooks. So if I'm biking to the gym or if I'm making my lunch or dinner or something like that, I'm listening to audiobooks. Anything else like working at the computer, because you don't need to be that more attentive to it, um, or just kind of mucking around the house, podcasts, and training music. And I used to listen to a lot more music, I mean podcasts and audiobooks when I was training, but probably because I'm not cycling so long now. 
and I've just got back into music with training, and I tell you what, it just takes you to another level. Are you getting uh, ahead of yourself? Because this is next week's discussion. Really? Are you, well, you, this, no, this is. A, are you talking music here, or are you just talking what's going to make you faster? No, I'm talking music. Okay. What's next week's discussion? Outside of training, what are you going to do in 2013 to get faster? No, no, no. I'm, I'm going to make a new suggestion for a topic. Okay, go for it. Spit it out. What do you listen to right now okay. for the people who like to listen to music? Because I've been listening to some really cool stuff. Mm-hmm. And there will be the people out there who listen to the same music, ACDC. They've been listening to it for 20 years. Daniel McDonald, come on, move on. Yeah. has moved on. But some people will always listen to the same too. But for the people out there who kind of learn new music all the time, what are you listening to when you're out there training? Just had an email from the mountains now. Just rolled through then. What do you say? My family's better than you. Yeah. True. <laughs> my, my wife heart. kicked Bevan's ass in yep. the triathlon. He she might as well did. give up cycling forever. Broke my heart. Okay, so this week's discussion is music. Sounds good. What are you listening to? What's some good training music that you're really enjoying? Can I give one right now? Yep, go for it. Oh, John, I thought one. Florence the Vista Machine's pretty epic. It's it is awesome, man. It's <laughs> it's rocking. <laughs> it's rocking. I'll come up with some more for you guys next week. Okay, sponsor. Athlinks.com. Recalculate the, the, re, the recalculator. Yep. It's it's official, it's out there now. Um when we first had a look at this, it was uh it had a little gauge thingy where you could do your times up and down. So what we're basically talking about here is you can go into your results. So I'm gonna go into when I had my piss poor performance in Auckland uh, in 2011 when they had the ITU race there and it's going to bring up my results and what you can basically do is you can uh, there's a little button on the right hand side that says recalculate and then it goes through and gives you all your splits and so I swam and even gives you a little uh, instruction manual when you get there uh, but I swam 21.54 and I was fourth place out of my age group out of the swim I was, oh, was only 37th oh this includes all the this includes all, must include all the elites. Was this surely. at Kona? No, this is uh, in Auckland. Surely I wasn't 37th. I've m- Auckland? Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So anyway, if I say, right. Third, well, you probably were, John. No, I'm sure I wasn't. You didn't train that well for that one, did you? Let's be honest. Yeah, I didn't, but I don't think I was 37th. Um, so if I, it says I swam 21.54. If I changed that and said, well, I was actually, I think I could have swam a bit better there. I swam 20, 21 minutes. Then boom, it's going to tell me I was actually then third place in my age group out and I was 19th in my gender and it just gives you an overall faster time. So you can think if there was any of these small little gains you, you think you could have possibly made, how that affected, how would that have affected your age group place? Because it obviously goes back and looks at all the individual um, you know, times for each discipline. So it's just a funky little thing. If you think you could have gone a bit faster, um, this will tell you where you would have ended up in your age group. Do you know when it's not a good time to use that, John? When? When you don't get your goal. Yes. You know, because you'll probably spend hours just looking, what if? What if? If I'd saw that the night after wrote. Yeah. Wouldn't have got much sleep. No. <laughs> Would have just got just a few seconds there. Nine few seconds hours here. and four seconds or something. Yeah. Where could you have got that four seconds? Although it was more like five minutes. Well, I did three hours and you did three couple hours. of couple of seconds on oh, the incoming call. But it's not Joe Lawn. No, just hanging up. Three three. No, just hanging up. <laughs> it's my Skype number. I got a Skype number, so people just call me on that. Oh, that could be your home. Yeah. yeah. Oh, really? I could have yeah. pretended I was you. Could have. Well, wouldn't have answered. <laughs> Um, so you can basically God we're having an outstanding show tonight no, I tell you, uh, so you can basically go in there manipulate your times and see how that would have affected your age group position just a funky little tool to play around with in the new year so check it out on athlinks.com good times okay let's put some music on for age group of the week once again
Okay, Richard's twenty sent this one through. John, we've we've we're having a bit of a mirror, isn't it, aren't we? Yeah. Because what's happened is we've done a couple of interviews. We've interviewed Joe Lorne, which we're gonna have later on today's show. Yes. And we had a very good interview with Mecca, yes. which we're releasing in next week's show. Mm-hmm. And uh, he's released a worldwide exclusive. Yep. And you can of, listen, listen to that next yep, week. Next week, worldwide exclusive. So but we also lost about twenty minutes of the show we'd done for this week's show somehow. So now it's officially John's bedtime. It is. Well, no, I've still got 11 minutes. 11 minutes? <laughs> if, you, if, if you just hear me stop talking, <laughs> I've just fallen asleep. Anyway, Richard Swan sent through an age group of the week. And let me put my show notes here. Richard Swan, Swanee, a.k.a. Swanee Noah. That's what I call him. Swanee Noah. Yeah, because he knows everything. Yes. Yes. Um, and he sent through an age group of the week. It says, a couple of weeks ago, you guys referred to a Kona age group world champ. Now, this was a while ago, to be honest, but... Well, I wanted to nominate Anna Ross, who not only won her age group in Kona this year, but did so in her first Ironman. Now, it turns out he got that little bit wrong. He did, she didn't win her age group. She got fourth. He got a little overexcited. He did get a little bit excited, but she still was pretty impressive. Anna qualified in Taupo this year by winning the 30-34 to age group in a solid 4.39, but that was when the race was shortened. So when she went to Kona, she hadn't done an Ironman. When she won the age group... Or we'll finished fourth, even. Yeah, even fourth. Uh, then she won the age group at a time of a 10.16, a 63 swim, a 5.39 bike, and a 3.27 run. She kicked my ass by going 30 minutes faster than I did in Kona, which she actually went about 40 minutes faster than I did. Um, so I know Anna comes from a strong sporting family, and her brother said to me, the last thing he would do is an Ironman, having worked as a physio in the Ironman New Zealand massage tent. I understand she's going full-time next year, so to win the World Champs title on debut with... Or finish fourth. Or finish fourth, in my humble opinion, deserves age group of the week title. And then he came back and said, actually, it was fourth. Nonetheless, despite the fact that I should have checked first, so it's actually, he's not Swanee Noah. Yeah, he's Swanee Anna Noah. <laughs> exactly. Um, still, fourth. Podium finish, John. Podium. What's happened to my internet here, Bevan? I, I just know. lost my internet. You've probably gone to some site that's blocked you. Shouldn't be doing that in the show. What's that one? Is it um, sls.com? Not sls.try.com. I think if you go to sls.com, it. Uh, We're going to get people fired, John. Yeah. <laughs> You're going to get people <laughs> anyway, fired from work. I had a result right in front of me, and I was about to say how impressive it was, but it's just disappeared. Mine's so Mine wait till uh, it's this damn apple you see. Mm-hmm. Um, anyway, fourth on debut is awesome and kind of first time there. Second reason it's so awesome is it's her first Ironman ever, which is outstanding. Yeah. I mean, I know she would have trained up to beat the Ironman New Zealand. And she was obviously a pretty kind of pretty good pedigree, but still. Mm. Imagine that. Imagine turning up to Kona. Because you turn up to Kona and a lot of people do that whole first time experience. I've just got to get my imagination things going. Even us. The problem when we re-record is it's never as good as the first time, (laughs) is it? So I had to imagine that. I had to imagine about three things And you complained about that you didn't really think podiums really well, top five well so I think Anna's performance fourth place is incredible and when you go to Kona you're in the top five that's a podium finish in my opinion not taking anything this has got nothing to do with Anna and her awesome performance a podium is top three podium is not top five but it is in Kona it is in Kona you got to play by the rules same deal with quality. people give me crap about my double standards with 70.3 I, I was thinking about that yesterday actually if I think this new Smith's full of crap. If, 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 if the spots are available, you take them. That doesn't mean they should be there or not. But anyway, uh, my, in my opinion, podium is podium is top three. You go to the Olympics, you finish fourth or fifth, you're not getting anything. Just my opinion. 
Well, not that it's worth much. I think if you get top five in Kona, you deserve a podium finish. I think you deserve some kudos like Anna has got because that is an outstanding performance. So, Anna Ross, you are our age, age group, group of the week. week. One, two, three, four. Half five. This is kind of, I just kind of put, you see, uh, when we have our show notes here, they're all sort of divided. I have them highlighted each section and one's high five and I've put in here sort of high five. It's a sort of high five. So why is it a sort of high well, five, John? Skip Slade has sent through some Iron Man lessons from That's a volunteer. That's a great name. Skip Slade. I wouldn't mess with him. Um, he was volunteering and also had some friends volunteering and spectating recently at Iron Man Arizona. And he's got a number of feedback. I tell you what, if, if all, most of us listening are athletes. We go out there, we race, and you miss a lot of the comedy that goes on on Ironman Day. And some of these points are outstanding. And I've watched a few, and you just you sit there just shaking your head going, you people out there, are you serious? You've done all this training, and you can't get these little simple things right. So here we go. Know where the mount line is. Even a pro had no idea. So it mount is, line is in where you jump on your bike. Yeah, like when you've you, got to go over you, that line. You, you commentate out at the, at the House Travel Triathlon Festival. Best triathlon in the world. Best in the world. People coming out of there, and this is obviously a slightly different level to Iron Man, but people are all over the show. They've got these fancy shiny bikes, shoes. And that's where my argument against your shoe strategy works. Mm. Because these people turn up. They don't practice. And they don't practice the shoe strategy. And I agree that you against me in the shoe strategy, you dominate me because you're a legend of transition. Mm. Although I did first place. Yeah. <laughs> but there was a bike transition. But most people who consider themselves triathletes. Woeful. Woeful, John. Mm. So know where the mountain line is. Have your bike in an easy gear and in the small chain ring unless it's a downhill start. I can't tell you how many struggled to get started, fighting to clip in, fighting to turn the cranks, fighting to change gears, all under stress. It's not a flipping one kilometre track race. You know when the 1K track races get going? They have this monster gear they have to try to turn over. <laughs> yeah. It's okay. You, you're, not a, you're not a wuss if you have it in a small gear at the start of the ride just to get yourself Someone caught wise. Some would call it wise. Yep. Run or walk your bike past the mountain line to a clear spot and then get on. Avoid the mass congestion at the start line. We, we had a funny part there about Macca crashing into Marino. It's not, we're not going to be able to pull well, it off. Well, we're going to need to now because we're talking about it with Macca. Oh, yeah. So if you, if you didn't see the, what is it, NBC? Uh, uh, yes, whatever, whatever coverage. Macca goes plowing into the back of Marino at the start of the ride. And it is pretty funny. If you go on YouTube or something like that, but it's pretty entertaining. Neither They're all over the road and Macca says Marino should have been left or whatever. But it's just funny just watching it. He just crunches into what the was back that, Was it Peter Run and Reed and Root? That was it. That was far worse. Yeah, that was pretty gold. If you, you YouTube that, we've had it on before. YouTube Peter Reid wrote whatever year. Just, just what we we can't talk it through. Why haven't we Peter Reid on Legends yet? Oh, we will. We'll get him on. Yeah, maybe it's soon. Yeah. Okay. I've got a lineup next month. I've got to get off my butt and do that. So um, he'd be good because mm. we haven't had. Who's the most modern Iron Man we've had? Greg Welsh, really, isn't it? Yeah, 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 I think you're Oh, right. no, no, um, Kara Smyers. No, they're about the same. No, she won, no, she was she won, no, she won in 95, he won in 94. So she kept going longer. Yeah. Year's difference. Um, Righty-ho, uh, let's skip to a couple of the good ones that he's got here. According to a friend volunteering at the bike station, make sure you've practiced taking bottles in both hands. When you're ordering your items, when you're coming into the course or when you're coming into an aid station, yell out what you want. Um, there's a couple of other gold ones down here. Right, well, these ones are better. A friend of mine volunteering in the transition tent while at Ironman Florida 2012, and this is what he suggested. Number stickers come off all your gear bags. Use a black marker with all your bags um, to make sure that you get the right ones. Don't tie the bag strings in a knot. Tie it in a way that will be easy to you 
suit untie the transition tent when you're excited, nervous, anxious. Don't pack a bunch full of stuff in your bag that you're not going to need. John, what, John, what are your thoughts on that? Because by the, by the end of my Ironman career, I pretty much had nothing in my bag. You know what I mean? Like I, I, like I had shoes. Sho- well, no, because I put them on my bike. Mm. So I'd, I'd literally grab so my bag. You biked in your, your running shoes. Oh, no, because it's different transition bags. Okay. Um, (laughs) No, but like swim transition. Yeah. Take my wetsuit off and and I'd have a couple tubes, bike pump, because I'd put that in my back of my pocket. Full zip. Full zip. (laughs) That caused me minutes in down road. Yeah. But, and and that would all be taped together and that would be the only thing in my bag and I'd just run out. Simple. what what, What do you really need in a bag? Oh, no, maybe if it's a cold day, you might need extra layers. Yeah, that's it. I mean, but people put um, Vaseline in there or um, lubricant, um, plasters. Um, I don't know, they put a full change of clothes. What's the question is, how urgent do you need to be? I, I've always of the opinion, you don't want to be pissing around wasting time. Yeah. Get in and get it's out. It's easy time, isn't quick. it? No need to rush. I mean, we all like to go for those record times, but there's no need to rush. Just get in. But have everything preloaded, full zip bike jersey. Sweet, job mm-hmm. done. And most of the stuff is on your bike. Mm. Bento box. Mm. They still sell bento boxes. Yeah, everybody does them these days. You know, yeah. somebody starts it, everybody copies. Yeah, that's right. Um, where was I? Um, put some chamois butter in a Ziploc bag or get one of those single use portions. It'll be easier to open. Tell the assistant what to do. For example, please pull down my top. Or I have pizza in my running shoe. Please take it out and unwrap it. <laughs> It's random. It is random. All the volunteer wants to do is help you and move you through the tent quickly, smoothly, and without any worry. My advice here is be courteous. I've seen people yelling at volunteers before. Don't like it. Not acceptable. Being rude never never works in life, John. You know, just always be the nice person. Yep. Um, I spent five and a half hours um, handing bike to run gear at Ironman Arizona and noticed a few things you might help. Yell out your number multiple times so volunteers can get your bag. Leave your helmet on as you run to get your bag or to your bike um, so the volunteers can see your number. That way they'll know who you are and which bag to give you. Or instead of using your helmet number, turn your race belt around to the front as you go to the bag so a volunteer knows where to send you. And just like in a sprint distance race, know where your bag is so you can find it. I think the important thing there is is that people don't know you're coming. Oh yeah. As much as you think you're pretty important in life, people don't know and it's your job to let them know. Yeah. <laughs> that one, did you? Mm. <laughs> but you know, like as soon as you see the the bags, just start yelling a number out. As soon as you see mm. someone in transition area or an aid station, you know, water, water, water. The faster you can let them know you're coming, the better the job they're going to do. And then, mm. you know, you can you don't have to be rude about it, but just lots of clear communication. And lots of clear thank yous when you go through. Yeah, totally. Because those guys work their butts off, don't they? Oh, yeah. I always make, I always make a habit of saying thank you. Yep, same. Probably not every single person at every single aid station, but, you know. <laughs> Imagine if you did. You stopped your race and you handshake yeah. <laughs> Got a little bit of extra energy. Just... Give it out, give it out there. Just give some high fives and stuff. I started doing that once I started to chill out a bit. Is a mug? It's a big bloody mug of I got coffee. That for Christmas. Yeah. yeah. It's tea. Yeah, you're going to be, got your little funnel under the table there. Where you're not going to be able to get, I don't know, that's a big What did you get for Christmas? Um, I got a Kindle. You've got to give me that Kindle oh, stuff. Yeah, I've got a few books for you. <laughs> 
<laughs> I got given 1,500 Kindle books. And uh, I don't know if it's illegal because it's, well, I don't know. Someone just gave me this file with all these books on it. Okay. 1,500 Kindle books. Yeah. Yeah. And John got a Kindle. He goes, oh, I got a Kindle. I said, oh, I've got some books for you. <laughs> <laughs> got a Kindle and I've got a- Allegedly, I got given. Allegedly. <laughs> yeah. I got this awesome book. I'm going to give this person um, a bit of plug. You may have heard of her. Uh, Albert's always good for book recommendations. Dr. Libby. Dr. Libby, she's um, she's a guru. She's a holistic nutritional specialist. And I got... Oh, here we go. China here study. we go. Here we go. Time to eat some vegetables, people. <laughs> I, I actually know her. Yeah. Uh, now, she's got... She's, a, she's, she's did that rushing woman syndrome. Yep. It's a very good book. It was very popular, at least. Uh, the Real Food Chef. Awesome book. Is it really? Really is. Mm. Yeah, yeah. No, it's um, lots of basic organic stuff, lots of gluten-free stuff, and it kicks ass. I've already done a few recipes. So you've got a wife, who's, or, or you're a female, and you're a little bit stressed. It's a very popular book, Rushing Woman Syndrome. She did a talk at the gym not so long ago. Yeah, I saw that on there when I was looking at her prices going, ooh, I wish I could charge that. Um, DrLibby.com. Okay. So there you go. There we go. Very good book. Probably might get her on actually at some stage. Oh, you should. Mm. Mm. Okay. Is it the end of the high five? Or it is. Thank, thank, you, thank you very much to Skip Slade. Okay. So let's do a sponsor and then put Joe Lawn on. Extreme Endurance. Tell me about it, John. Uh, so I just was on there. Oh, now I've, I've gone to Dr. Libby. I've got to go back to my page. Um, nod before you wad special, Bevan. Whoa, back it up. What does that mean? Nod before you wad. Nutrition- Wait a second. You know what is? You don't even know what you're talking about, John. Uh, word of the day? Uh, no, it's a CrossFit thing. Okay. What is um, workout of the day? Oh, uh, something of the day. Yeah, uh, what you go into the CrossFit arena. Okay. Because it's sort of like, it's like a, it's a cauldron of Spartan-like characters and they walk in. Because you, you take your top off in CrossFit. I've never taken my top off at the gym. Yeah. And I made it a rule. No matter what, I'll never take my top off when I teach or when I'm at the gym or anything. CrossFit, have my top off first day. That's <laughs> 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 all the guys are ripping their tops off. Oh, okay, that's what you do. Uh, you can nod before you wad. Uh, the nutrition of the day, you get yourself an extreme endurance, extreme omega 1000 and the extreme immune boost. Power up and save 15%. You can go on there, 90 Five bucks to get all three bottles of that. So check that out on xendurance.com. And uh, we, uh, we have got the promo code if you just want to get a bit of the um, the Extreme Omega and just go to our website, imtalk.me. We've got all the codes up there. And uh, I am getting back on the Extreme Endurance as we speak. Well, and Project 2014 I, is about to happen. Well, We've got people asking about the website. It's, um, it's, it's sort of live, but there's nothing really there yet. So it's going to be starting from middle of February. And I need my extreme endurance in a big way because I've got a camp coming up this week and I'm going to get crushed and I'm going to need every ounce Are you ounce doing of the camp? Help. Yeah, it's going to be ugly. Well, it wouldn't have been as bad as I was doing the camp, let's be honest. Well, yes. So extreme endurance, check it out, xendurance.com. Nice. The what of the day. What of the day. Okay, John, let's, let's have a little bit of a yarn to Joe Lorne. Joe Lorne. She's a legend, mate. She is. She's a legend, Six, man. I don't know how many times, uh, Taupo, maybe no, she's crested. Oh, she was more than that, wasn't she? Well, let me go to joannalawn.com if my internet's working. Race you. I'll race you. Okay. Win. I win. Damn I win. It. You know what I didn't do yesterday? One, two, three, four, five, six, seven. Seven. Very good. Yep. Oh, well, it's seven times written there. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, what, what didn't you do yesterday? I forgot to put our money down at the casino. Oh, well, why does you owe me money then? I do. Don't have it with me. Yeah. Don't left my wallet at home again. <laughs> so Joanne Lorne. Joanne Lorne is would go down as New Zealand's second best Ironman of all time at this stage? Well, no. I'll, uh, I'm female, man. Yes. 
Yes. Like Gina potentially could take that. Yes. But at this moment in time. I mean, she's probably won more Ironmans than Erin Baker, I would think. But, but you've got to win the Bakuna. Yeah, yeah you've got to win the Bakuna. She won it twice. So I would say she's currently sitting second. So she won New Zealand seven times, but what mm. other races do you won wrote? She's won wrote. Uh, she won lots of other races. She Ironman races? Mm, she's, she's a few. She's been a bloody successful athlete. Mm, I don't think she won Ironman Germany, but she may have done. Anyway, she's done bloody well. She had plenty of kick-ass performances in Kona, as well as winning New Zealand. She's and a real wrote. fighter to old sub, eh? sub nine as well. Yep. Solid. Yep, great athlete. And, and a really cool kid, cool kid John. She's cool a cool kid. kid. So here's our cool kid, Joe Lorne. Righty-ho. Uh, coming up next weekend, not this weekend, the weekend after, we've got Challenge Wanaka. And, uh, it's a good race this year. We've got some uh, some interesting racing going on down there. We've got Macca obviously coming over to to do the boys' race and um, and see what he can do. But the girls' race is going to be a bit of a uh, a Kiwi grudge match because we've got Joe Lawn going up against uh, Gina Crawford, and we've got Joe on the line today. So welcome back to the show, Joe. Thank you. No. Thank you very much. Glad to be here. It's actually my first time. No, no. Bevan's no, had you on before. You, you were yeah. on a massage table once before. Remember? And Be- Bevan, uh, Bevan. Oh, years ago. Yeah. yeah. After Talpo. Yes. Yeah. So I do remember now. Yeah. He, was, he was harassing <laughs> you. Um, yeah. So I'm, I'm really keen to hear from you because, you know, most years we see the um, the Joe Lawn um, kick-ass party going on in, uh, in Taupo and you're, you're out there crushing it every year. Um, this year's obviously a bit different and, and well, I assume there's no Taupo, there may well be, but f- fill us in on um, you know, why you're going down to Wanaka and, uh, and whether you are actually going back to Taupo or not. Yeah, no, um, yeah, this year um, decided to, to change it up a little bit and, and I have done in the past yeah, a few of the challenge races and um, – yeah, I've, I've probably been talking to Felix for, for many, many years about doing the Challenge Wanaka. And, um, yeah, this year it's it, it's come up and then I'm, yeah, I'm deciding to, to go down. I've heard so much about the race and actually the place. I've never been to Wanaka. You've never been so, to Wanaka? No, I know. It's, it's, it's really terrible. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I thought, well, you know, this year, why not? Why not go to to it to a new place a new race and and go and, and check out you know this place that i've heard so much about and, and an amazing event and, and so what about um the rest of the season you know the summer season for you does it does uh is is this mean you're going to take you know follow the challenge races for the rest of the season or are you still looking at obviously you've got to accumulate points if you want to go back to taupo so it's quite a you know quite a i mean to 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 kona so is is kona off the agenda this year or are you just gonna see what happens yeah you know um you know this is my 14th year um doing the sport uh, back-to-back seasons, you know, down here, then you know, up to the states, which it's it's pretty tough. Um, mm. And Ironman is, you know, as we know, it's yeah, a true mental sport. And really, you know, this year I just want to, you know, it's, I haven't got too many more years. I've just turned, just turned 39, <laughs> so I, I'm, I still feel I'm 30. I still feel I'm 38. Um, Mid 30s. You know, I want to. Yeah, so I'm still in my 30s. Thank goodness. Um, you know, this is probably going to be my last year. Yeah. Uh, I would like to maybe have a family if I can. <laughs> yeah. And so really in my last year, I, I want to just go and, and do different places, do different races in different places and and not s- maybe go back to how it used to be in the day. You just, just go and race and just go for fun and not worry about collecting points and, 
this and that and and really following the the passion of being a triathlete and and ultimately that's you know that's part of the reason why I'm going to Wanaka because you know I want to go to a new place and you, and you, it's so it's you know our sport is so mentally tough that mm-hmm. for me you know I want to go and and see new places and go to different roads and and go to yeah, different lakes, different you know parts of the ocean, and and experience and and do what I love, you know, triathlon in different places. So, um, ultimately, yes, no, I've yeah, thirteen years in Hawaii, I've had a good run there. Mm. <laughs> um, not maybe not in the past few years, but I think that I've just yeah, I needed a change. I, I really do need a change, and you know because it is so mentally demanding. I mean, I know every single pretty much inch of that course and the same as in Taupo mm. and um, the opportunity has come up to, to do different races and you know it's you know Taupo as well has been so good to me you know that's you know I, I love Taupo I, I love I love the place and I love the people um, but you know I've got a my you know <laughs> your brain is pretty strong so um, yeah I thought well why not go and do some different races and and not no, I'm not looking to, to go to Hawaii at all either. No. Joe, um, what is it like being a female? You know, you, you know, you are later thirties, <laughs> and uh, yes, you know, and that whole yeah. sacrificing being a mother because you're an athlete. Like, well, what's that dilemma like? Well, you know, I haven't really thought about it until you know, obviously thinking about it because my age is going. You know, I'm mm. getting older. So um, it's not maybe not for the first one, but maybe if you want to have (laughs) – because I don't want to pop two out in the first thing. (laughs) It'll be quite hard. Um, So, um, yeah, it is. But for me, I see life as like a book, and this is one chapter. Um, You know, before I was a triathlete, I was a cyclist. Um, So that was one chapter. Then that's it. Sorry, I was a tennis player. Chuck that. End that chapter, next chapter. Then I became a cyclist. No, you know, (laughs) end that chapter. And then triathlon has been, yeah, this is my 14th year. Mm -hmm. So that chapter is coming to an end, you know. You've got to to be realistic about it. Um, And then after that, if I can have children, um, then that will be the next chapter of my life. I will always be still involved in triathlon, but, you know, I absolutely love it, but but not as a competitor. You know, I think that will be my next chapter. And, Mm. yeah, you have to think about it because, you know, we don't last forever. (laughs) So, um, you know, our body clocks are ticking. So, you know, I I hope that, you know, Ironman is, uh, you know, hopefully it hasn't hurt too much or or I haven't hurt myself too much um, that I can have, you know, have children because, you know, it's, it's not that easy, I don't think. No, it's, it's fun trying. Uh, I, I had no problems. You know. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, what, what about for, exactly. for, for the training side of things? Is, have you still got a fair amount of mojo? Because you often hear that from top pros who've been at it for a long time. You know, They can sort of get up for racing, but, but have you still got plenty of drive and passion to get out there and, and train and, and hit it really hard? Oh, absolutely. No, 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 no. I have no problem. That's why, you know, I absolutely love it. Um, you know, today we're up at 6.30 and, and swimming, you know, with the, with the squad, it's fantastic with Mark. Um, no, no, because I just love it. You know, I, I yeah, I love it. That's, that's the only answer I can say yeah. is that I love it. So um, keep going. Um, yeah, that's it. I do love it. <laughs> we, we, 
talked to we talked to Cam at uh, Kona, and and you know we asked the question, you know, does he try to just cash in now? You know, like he is, you know, kind of similar place to you in his career, and um, he was like, yeah, definitely, I'm going to try cash in in the next kind of period of time before I retire. You know, as you look to your racing this year, are you, are you are kind of I know you're talking about choosing races that are more interesting and that, but it's also about making as much money as you can in this last twelve months. Mm. Ah, you know, I. I think in the beginning days of my career, I just did races because they were races, and I didn't even know really about prize money. Like it was that wasn't why I did that race. Um, and I find that, you know, if you start chasing, chasing, doing races just because they have a good prize purse, well, you're doing it for the wrong reason. Um, you know, you have to just be passionate about it. I mean, I know, you know, oh, of course, you're doing it for the money, but. Um, Ultimately, if you have fun and you're enjoying it, then then you earn the money. If you do anything in life, you know, for the right reasons and you're passionate about it, then the results will happen. And and that's what I think. Yeah, and people, yeah, you know, people are probably saying, "Oh, that's rubbish." No, you're chasing the money. No, I'm not. That's <laughs> mm. I'm chasing what I want to do. So, so Wanaka coming up um, weekend after after next, and you and Gina sort yes. of go back and forth quite a bit in terms of uh, who's who's got the better of who. And last weekend we had uh, the Port of yeah. Tauranga, and Gina yeah, had yeah. a pretty solid performance yeah. there. Um, is there much of a rivalry there? I mean, we, we, as in, we're not, I don't know if we call ourselves. We I guess we are media. Everybody talks things up all over the show. Yeah. Um, and do you guys um, have much of a rivalry there? And uh, want to constantly be you know the top. You yeah, guys are clearly the top two. I, oh, I think that it's um it's a health healthy rivalry. Um, maybe in the past we've been like, ah, yeah, you know, I don't want her to beat me, and but ultimately I can't control what Gina's going to do, mm-hmm. and she can't control what I'm going to do, and I don't want to play that game because I have played it before, and you just you're playing their game. So this sport is hard enough anyway, <laughs> let alone that me. I have to worry about you know what the other girls are doing. Um, yeah, it becomes a race when within the race you have to worry about it you know if I'm worrying about what someone is doing in the swim well then I'm not focusing on me so I think it's um you know Gina's in a completely different stage of her career than I am Mm -hmm. and and I think that we can both offer something great to the event um and to people you know to people who are looking up to us um I've been this is my 14th year as I've said and and Gina's you know she's had some great successes early on in her career um, and and I think it's cool. I think it's great. I think it's it's a healthy rivalry. I think for for sure, people have their favourites, um, you know. Um, and and we talk, you know, before in the beginning of our career, we we didn't really talk that much. Um, but now, you know, as you get older, you're just like, you know, what's the point? <laughs> life's too hard and life's too short to have enemies. Really, you know, ultimately is because just by me being mean to someone doesn't mean I'm going to beat them, you mm-hmm. know. And that's really how I see it now. Um, by me ignoring someone doesn't mean oh I'm going to get ten seconds you know <laughs> that doesn't life doesn't work like that so um, that's that's really where I am I think that it's going to be great you know we both have have different strengths I think for sure um, but there's also Candice um, who's you know you know she had a great race on the weekend you know she's a phenomenal runner you know there's um, I mean, Julia Grant, you know, she's, you know, it, it, it all depends how everyone is in their mental state of mind. I think mm. that's, you know, a lot to do with Ironman. I think Kim Loftus coming down, who's oh. who's another runner just like Candice. Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> these, these people who gallop like horses. Yeah, um, and, she you know, really does gallop. And there's Gina and I who just, 
Yeah, I know they they gallop. They just, I mean, I don't even think my legs can do like go that high. You know, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Gina can't either. Yeah. Um. You know, so it's it's quite funny. There's all these different you know athletes coming together. So and really, I haven't actually studied the list of athletes because I want to go back to how I was in the early days. Yeah. <laughs> Not because I read something means I do something. I don't want me to change anything that I'm doing because I see something else. You know. And I think a lot of this social media stuff, you read what someone else has said or done and you think, oh, no, I better do that. So if you just do what you can control, what you can control, and then everyone's that's what I say. Joe, um, the course is, is a, the, it's a pretty challenging course now, especially the bike because I've done the double looper. But you, it would be a kind of course that would suit your kind of racing, wouldn't it? Well, <laughs> the truth, I haven't even seen it. Oh. I don't know. <laughs> so I'm going in with this as green as green. But that's you know that's kind of exciting. That's yeah. how, you know, like many of us went last year um, to Melbourne. You know, we just went there. Well, I didn't even know where, where the course, you know, what, what's ahead. I didn't even know what was the next 100 metres. And may, and that's kind of exciting. You know, like sometimes ignorance is bliss. Mm-hmm. You know, um, and that's – okay, I think that experience does help. And knowledge, of course, is power. But where I am right now, I want to go into it a little bit excited and a little bit blind. Um and, and that's, I mean, you know, Gina, you know, spoke to me after the race and said, oh, my gosh, the running course, oh, it's amazing. You know, mm-hmm. there's a creek there and you're off, you know, off-road on the gravel. And, and that's, you know, it's going to be exciting. I want to be excited. I want to get that excitement back. Um, and that's what I think by doing different races and, and, and seeing different faces at different races, it's kind of exciting. And that's, you know, that sparks the fire, I think. And that's kind of cool. You know, that that's why... You know, I don't know much about the, the bike course at all. Um, I mean, I've been to Queenstown once, yeah. but that's it. I haven't been to the area. So, you know, you see it in magazines and you see the houses, like the schist. I just think that's absolutely beautiful. Yeah. Um, so that's kind of exciting. I'm going I'm to enjoy it because sometimes when you know maybe what's ahead or what's around the corner, you have different feelings. You know, for me – in Hawaii, I know exactly where on that course it's going to hurt. I know, mm. and and sometimes you're just like, I don't, I don't want to go to that place anymore. That hole, it's been dug too many times. Mm. <laughs> you know that that same place because, as I said, Ironman is so mental, and um, for me, Wanaka, it, it's you know I don't even know. It's going to be it's going to be amazing, and so you know completely where where you know we've just been there. Well, I think maybe five or six times. I mean, she's won it, you know, several times where she knows the course. And then when I'm going in the opposite where I don't really know, uh, Roth, you know, many years ago I went there and I didn't even know, I didn't even know anything. I knew that you swam on that, that little, that canal and there was hot air balloons, you know, and actually Belinda Granger took me around the course. I mean, she won it the year before and then she took me around the course and, you know, that was amazing. And then I went there and I won it and, you know, and it's, it's just excitement. And I think that's, what some athletes we get into the same thing, and you need excitement. Mm. One thing I've got I've got to ask you about because it was uh, it made some headlines over in Kona is the, uh, the and this is obviously a good made ch- headlines. Ch- I don't know if it made headlines. Oh, it made headlines. It made headlines of you. <laughs> <laughs> is um, and this is obviously gives you an opportunity for plug for your sponsor, but the, it was an interesting and uh, looking helmet that you're wearing in Kona. So you've got to, oh, got, yes. to got to tell us about that and, and what the deal is oh. with that helmet. Yeah, absolutely amazing. Yeah, Pock. Um, 
Pock. It's a Swedish company. And um, we had seen them. And actually a friend of ours, um, he had he had told us about these helmets and we saw them and we were like, wow, that looks pretty cool. I said, oh, there's no way I'm wearing that thing. <laughs> Forget it. There's no way I look like a a knob. Um, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I know. I can just imagine the names. Um, and Or like a turtle or a, a mushroom. Um, no, it's definitely the most yeah. popular one. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, I mean, it's absolutely. Yeah, it is. It's just, yeah. Um, so uh, we met the pot guys. They came to Hawaii. And they actually, there a lot, a lot of downhill skiing is predominantly where they're at and also BMXing. And um, they came to Hawaii. And then we met the guys and they, yeah, they gave us the orange, fluorescent orange, which looks like a witch's cap or witch's hat. And Amanda actually wears that one. And um, they gave it to us, and I said, "Look, there's no one wearing. There's no way. I, no, no, I'm not wearing it. There's no way I'm wearing it." And then he said, "Baby, baby, but you know, you, you should wear it. It's 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 like sits on your shoulders, da da da." And I'm like, "Yeah, but I'm not wearing it." So we went out riding one day, and he wore it, and I followed him, like you know, going through Kona, like with anything new, is like, oh my gosh, there's an, you know, there's a you know, an alien has landed right there, and you know, on Lehi Drive. So people were just. That the heads that were turning, oh my gosh, what's that? What's that? People were pointing, and I rode behind Amanda, and I could not believe how it how it fits. It just it fits. <laughs> this yeah. fits on your shoulders. It has deltoid reflectors, yeah, and it sits on your shoulders and down your spine. Um, so it yeah it, yeah it fits like a glove. Absolutely amazing. And and I said to Amanda, no 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 no, stop 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 on the queen cake. I want to use the helmet, <laughs> so <laughs> I put the helmet on my head, and it, yeah, it 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 was cool because it actually does have a lot of vents. Um, uh, yeah, so I said I'm wearing it. Then we met the guys again, and then yeah, we just started talking, and they're really cool guys. And I said, do you have another colour? Because it's not going to go with my uniform, and everything's about matching. Yeah. You know, it's all about the look. Um, and they said we actually do have a matte black, and of course, my new, you know, Savelle P5 was matte black, the only one. And I'm like, yeah, I'm wearing it for sure. Nice. And then I saw the road helmet, and I'm like, oh, maybe the black's too hot with the with the wind and with the sun and the heat. And then I rode with the road helmet, um, lots more gaps. But then I'm like, no, 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 I need to use the aero. So, um, yeah, now I've got a cool relationship with them and and definitely it's comfortable. Yeah, it's definitely comfortable. And, yeah, no, I just – I love it. You know, it's it's cool. It's an interesting-looking helmet. So, yeah, uh, it is. It is. It's, it's it interesting. <laughs> but it yeah. fits. That's, but it's that's <laughs> right. Anyway, if you ride behind someone who's wearing it, you'll be like, ah, excuse me, stop. I want to use it. it it's, right. Yeah, it's, it is – well, maybe <laughs> – well, I'm gonna I'm gonna go and ride behind you one day, and I'll see, see if that holds true. Exactly. Yeah. No. Trust me. I hold you to it. Well, we're, we're looking forward to to, to one. It's going to be a good showdown. I think Mac will bring a, a lot more media attention yeah. to the race, and um, and really looking forward to seeing how you and Gina square off. Because I think in, in past the, the girls' race here has seemed to have spread out a bit, but um, no, nah, it should be fantastic watching. So all the best for next weekend, and we look forward to following the rest of your season with a lot of interest oh. and see where. You, where you pop up all over the place yeah yep. no, no i'm looking forward to it i'm really you know i feel just yeah like going back to the old grassroots and and yeah following the passion so yeah i'm, I'm my sponsors are all behind me support me whatever i want to do so um let's go and see what see what i can do in the last year so and if people want to follow what you're doing um is it joelawn.co.nz 
Uh, Joe Lawn, uh, Joanne Sweet, mate. Thanks for your time. Cool. Yeah. Thanks, guys. Your mm. thoughts? She has been a legend. Really? I've, got, I've, got, I've got to say, she frustrated the hell out of me. And uh, oh, up. she probably listens to this. Yeah, I know. But um, I ended up coming off the bike with her. You know the time when we um, when we did Kona, we we did Auckland, and we were both. Uh, where did Auckland? No, Taupo, sorry, Taupo. And that year, you were in front of me off the bike. Yep. And I came off the bike with her. Have a bunch of bed pretty runs. sorry for myself. And, the, <laughs> and for the first, I think the first 15K, I was sort of going okay-ish. But yep. I was basically running along with her. And um, I don't like running with other people. Oh, don't you? No. And it's like we were both going at the same speed. And I didn't want to speed up, but I didn't want to slow down. So we're just like. So running. it wasn't her fault. It was just no. that you're picky. Yeah. And there was somebody else there who was annoying me as well that day. <laughs> I wasn't in a very happy place until I saw you walking in front of me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And suddenly, suddenly all the sky is open. Oh. <laughs> no, it won't be so bad after. Mine was a difference. I was feeling great till halfway through the marathon. Yeah. I was on goal time. I was like, you know what, I'm doing what I'm, I'm going to do this. <laughs> Even coming back from halfway, I put up my pace a little bit. And then at about 23Ks, the wheels fell off. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, no, Joe Lan- Lawn is a legend, and I, I genuinely am looking forward to a... She really had six top tens in Kona. Mm. She run Challenge Road. Mm. She's had an illustrious clear career. Mm. And uh, I'm looking forward to seeing her, her, her versus Gina, and I hope they both have awesome days. She raced the Commonwealth Games. Got ninth. In triathlon or no, the cycling. cycling? Yeah, cycling. Yeah. yeah no, Gold medal winner in the New Zealand cycle champs. Nice. Wow. Yeah. And I always find this this person, this athlete person, what a crazy time in their life is now. You know, because she's been an athlete from day one and she's mm. been this hugely successful athlete um, who's achieved, you know, pretty much, every, you know, outside of not winning the world champs, pretty much all you can do in the sport. And, uh, you know, and, and you, you get so much esteem and so much identity and all these other things. You know, it seemed like Joe's going to be fine, but it's... What happens to life now? You have a kid, everything changed, doesn't matter. <laughs> wow, yeah, just it must have, I imagine it can be really scary. Mm, totally. So, but tell you what's not Joe. scary is going uh, going to Kona. Twenty. Uh, anybody wants? Are to we come? going this year? Probably not. But I'm going twenty. I'm going. I'm going to go Peru instead. Go for it. Yep. Yeah. Okay. Because I'm going to. I needed to confirm that. Yeah. I'm going to go it. Peru in October. Because 20, 2014, you're working double time because I ain't doing <laughs> shit. <laughs> Maybe, maybe someone who wants to be our assistant in 2014. Yeah, if we could do that, someone could be our assistant. 2014 is going to be massive. You're going to, have to be doing for right. me. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, <laughs> save up for that. So if you want to come to Kona in 2014, though, I'll be doing Kona camp at the start of the year. We're doing a lap of the island. Was it? I, I'd give you 200 bucks if you got sub nine. Something like that. Was it? Yeah, 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 yeah. So, but if you if you want to taste a bit of Kona, um, get yourself some Kona Literally. Nightingale, a European roast, adds character to the fragrant wine and fruit tone bouquet of this hundred percent Kona coffee. Now the crop is being roasted. So get on there, coffeesofwai.com. They have got hundred percent Kona coffees, a Kona Nightingale. Get yourself a little two pound bag there for sixty nine bucks, or an eight ounce bag for eighteen forty four. If you want to get any of the promo codes, just go to imtalk.me. We've got all the promo codes up there. Any questions whatsoever, just email them and they always get back to you in a hurry. So get yourself some Kona coffee. What you do, John, is you go to the website. Mm. Your ears get a bit sore. Yeah. yeah. And uh, you go to the website and they have a, a star on which part of the island where it's been grown. Oh, well done. That's pretty cool. Mm-hmm. It's also got a picture of some nice people in, uh, in Kona there. 
Yeah, oh, look yeah. at the guy in the background there. Do we know him? Is it the it guy looks, from? It looks like Herbert to me. Yeah, it does, isn't it? That's a bit of the old sneak into the photo, isn't it? Yeah, coming the <laughs> sneaky back in. Yeah, nice. <laughs> so, coffeesofhawaii.com, get on it. If it's, if it's the middle of winter where you are now and you want something to warm you up, coffees of Hawaii. Holiday dark roast. Holiday dark roast. Holiday. Coffees of Hawaii, guys. Check it out. www.coffeesofhawaii.com. Okay, we've got a quick question and answer because we've still got another show to go. It's yep. 9.40. Olaf Darth Maul. He was just letting us know that Ken Glar is um, being nominated for a USAT Lifetime Achievement Award. We'll have a link on um, our website for that. Uh, you can basically get on there and um, vote for Ken. And Ken, as we've talked about to Ken before, Talked about it. He's a just a legend. He's going up for his 29th consecutive um, Kona this year. 29 bloody years. That'd be the most, wouldn't it? Surely, oh, surely. He has also finished third in 1988 behind your boy Scott and Mike Pig. He finished fourth in the Ironmore, just 16 seconds behind Greg Welsh. He finished third. Well, um, they're about 20 minutes back. Yeah, but he's he was. Oh no, clean glass. I don't think he gets enough credit for how how good he was. You know, he won some some big races. He was he was. Right there. Well, he's still pretty sharp and he doesn't train. Yeah. yeah. You know, like he's still, if he trained, he could still go sub nine, couldn't he? Oh, I don't know. Depending on the course. Probably not. On the t- Probably not. <laughs> sub eight. Let's be serious. <laughs> First 50 year old plus to go sub eight. Um, and Olaf Darth Maul says, I am going to be using Ken's travel service to my first Ironman at Mont Tremblant. Oh, in you'll, be, you'll be pleased. So get on there, give Ken a bit of love, um, and we'll have a link on the site. And if you do need any, you want to go to any races, Go and check them out at Endurance Sport Travel as well. Okay, um, let's not do finishes this week. Let's not. There probably won't be many for next couple weeks. We're going to hold that out for two weeks. Got to give one other person some love, and uh, that's Robbie Collins, legend that he is. Won one of our auctions of all our stuff um, from Kona. Yep. Um, and so he wins the auction. We donate the money to Challenge Athletes Foundation. Yep. We can take nothing from it. And then he goes and uh, auctions it off at his uh, tri club, and then he's going to donate more so money. So, what, what got more money? What he paid or the tri club? I don't know. He, he would have probably split it all up into different separate items. He may well have done quite well. So, good on you, Robbie Collins, you legend. Yeah, you're a legend. Sponsors Coffees of Hawaii, uh, Nightingale. Athlinks.com. Um, change Re- your results. Recalculator. Yeah. Yep. Um, Extreme Endurance. What of the day. What of the day. And SLS. Get Join, the Join the team. Join the team. Okay, John, what's your guys do? Wait a second, New Year's Eve, do you get drunk? No, I was actually quite crook on New Year's Eve. I really wasn't very well at all. I went to bed and I was knackered. That, <laughs> was, that was really was, uh, was, I was, I was not very good actually. So, uh, Did Belinda get drunk and then come to bed later? No. What were you doing? We were sharing a room with two kids, uh, <laughs> one, <laughs> one tiny bedroom. Sounds like um, a lot of fun. Yeah. New Year's was not big. The New Year, the day before New Year's, awesome. Oriwa Beach, North <laughs> Auckland. Great, what were you doing great in day. Oh, just family stuff. Oh. Yeah. So, um, good times. John, you know what? Are you, what going, you, to go, are you going up for the, the um, um, 7.3 chips? No, but apparently you are. Yeah. Oh, Just go. coincidence, I was there. Roving reporter, you you can record the I don't show. Know, up there. I, I've looked at my schedule for the day. I'm working quite a lot. Yeah. I'm not sure if I'm going to be able to get there. Mm. So you're there, but you're not there. Well, I'm literally about 500 meters away. Mm. Look out the window. Yeah, it might be a bit like that. Um, what did I do? We went camping. We went camping with Porno and the Glendoo Crew. Mm-hmm. We've even got jerseys that say the Glendoo Crew. Nice. I got my nickname Melly. Yeah, Melly yeah, on the back. Yeah, it's stuck. Well, I think it's just that no one could really think of a nickname for me. Mm-hmm. Um, it was awesome, actually. Mm-hmm. Camping's such a cool thing to do. You, don't don't you, put don't put out your kids' card. <laughs> you tell Belinda if camping's cool. Do you like camping? I don't mind camping. Oh, it's so much fun, John. Yeah. Because the thing is, there's 
I don't know, maybe 12, 13 of us. And th- these guys have been going for years. The, the mm. Ripo and there's a crew of them and they go for years and they've just, they've got all the bits and pieces as well. So you mm, don't, you know, and they've bought this big marquee. Yeah, that's vital. Mean marquee too. So mm. like even on days where it was like, well, where there was bad, uh, you know, you were just fine. But it's just, you sleep in, you read your Kindle because I had a lot of books to read. Yeah. And uh, you read your Kindle, and then you wake up, and I go to bed about eight, and then Porno and I might go for a run, or, you, you know, you just have some breakfast, you tell a few stories, then they had a boat, so you go jump on the boat, and nice. then come home, have a bit of lunch, and then might be go over a sleep and a read, and then yeah. say some, you talk, just catch up with people, and then you play some games at night. It was yeah. so much fun. Gosh. John, Belinda, camping. Maybe we could go. do an I'm Talk camping trip. Yeah. Does Porno have, have they had their kid yet? Yeah, yep, 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 Mac. The kid was there. Yep, baby was there. And the baby was amazing. No nice. lies, man. I, I was there, we were there, what, five days? I didn't hear the baby cry once. There you go. It was amazing. The kid's amazing. Power, bit of, bit of discipline from an early age, yeah, eh? Lots of smacks. No. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, Bevan, let's wrap this up and get on to show number two. Okay, then. So, uh, I mean, oh, that's you. I'm Russ. I mean, don't. Train hard. Train smart. Kick hard.